Blog Talk Radio.
the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republican intellect, the real 144,000 being gathered this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Nubin Minkari. This is Mentelect Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing the real reason why there's so many Christian churches in black areas, so-called black areas. Why are there so many Christian churches there in black areas? Everyone, you see two or three churches on a block, one at the beginning of the block, toward the middle of the block, and one at the end of the block, just like liquor stores. Why do you see so many so-called black churches, you know, Christian churches, I should say, in black neighborhoods? Is that all by design? Why not Islamic mosques? Why not Hebrew temples, right? Why Christian churches? Answer, because all of these Christian churches are nothing but programming centers. These are ongoing programming systems. These are places where people congregate to be programmed, to be programmed constantly and continuously with the worship of Caucasians, right, and human form. Who are posing as gods They are here As programming centers And your reverends and your pastors and your preachers Are nothing but agents For the programming When they go to seminary school They're taught And they do go to seminary school and all this They're taught what to say To these people Who they are preaching to A.K.A. programming The people that they are preaching to They are really programming Okay they are programming them with images, with certain words, and certain focus and direction toward nothing. But the worship and the praise is always to Caucasian Jesus, white Jesus. And like I said, it doesn't matter what these people say, oh, it don't matter what color Jesus is. That's a lie, huge lie. And they're taught not to lie in there churches. They're taught not to tell lies because you know damn well if so-called Christ came up as a so-called black man, a bronze man, these Negroes would leave the church so fast forget about the white people wouldn't even sit up here. But it shouldn't matter now, should it, if he's the son of God, right? The son of the God, the most high, whatever they claim, it shouldn't matter. But you know damn well these people will leave the churches if they saw a so-called black Jesus up there. Even a black reverend said that. He was honest enough to say, somebody asked this black reverend, I'll never forget on the documentary, what if the uh, image of Jesus was changed to a so-called black man? What do you think will happen? He said then people wouldn't come back to the church. And that he, he said people would leave the church. Hmm. Hmm. From a black preacher's mouth with a big church. With a moderate, with a huge sized church. When you see these black pastors with with sizable congregations and these old churches that look like they work at least a million to building that they end up worth at least a million, two million dollars, these are master programmers. These are master programmers who went to the seminary school and they learned how to work a crowd. They're no different than the people who learn how to hypnotize people or people who are going to school. To, for a form of psychiatry or psychology. They're no different. See, all of these are forms of programming, whether you are 
preaching or telling the people, or you so-called teaching the people about God and the devil. Because, see, people don't understand that God and the devil are really euphemisms for people. You see, God, of course, the creator is white. He's Caucasian. He's white man. And, of course, the people of God have to be white. So if the people of God are white, what that got to make you? That got to make you the people of the devil or the evil people or the negative people, right? Would that not make sense as to why so-called black people, no matter how hard they try, no matter what white people have done to them in this society, taking their country, because this, like I said, I'm going to keep saying this every day, every time as I'm going on, we as Mesoamerican people, right? This is our country. Make no mistake about that. We are not Africans. We are not African Americans. We are Mesoamerican people. And the Mesoamerican heritage goes far beyond America. It goes into other places. Same way America goes into other places and plants its flag, so did the early Mesoamericans. But that's another thing. We're going to t- take it up next week with the unveiling of the International Mesoamerican Community website. I'm going to go into that from African American to Mesoamerican, the reality of who we really are. All right. But anyway. This is why you can never really truly get black people to really have any kind of disdain or uh, hatred or any form of vitriol, any any kind of hostility, anger, whatever, toward white people. You could never get them. You would think people would be the most racist and the hate most hateful against white people after everything they went through under Caucasian people having to be treated as second-class citizens in their own country and our country. Who, us who were here before the white man came here, us who were here before everybody came here as descendants of the ancient Mesoamerican people, all the hell that we got put through in our own land and then have to be told that this isn't our land, that we were slaves that were brought here from Africa being lied to. Right? All the hell our people went through in North America and this society. But why is it that black people still to this day don't hate white people, even now the hardcore thug nigga who will kill his own brother for looking at him? But he got a smile on his face for white people. Even, uh, you know, like I said, the white man uh, raped the black woman more than, any, uh, uh, more than anything in slavery, Forster, everything. Still have no respect for her. Treat her like a bed wench. But she loved the white man. She has all the hate for the black man. What do you think that is programmed in? What do you think that behavior starts at? Answer, in the church. All of that hate, all that anger, and all of that vitriol and all of that uh, uh, um, hate for our people starts right in the church. Because everybody don't went to, everybody don't went to church as, as children. We all have been indoctrinated with that white Jesus. We've all been indoctrinated with white Jesus. We've all been indoctrinated with uh, uh, with uh, white people on TV shows showing they got nice people with family and all this other stuff. This is the type of white people we've been indoctrinated with. We've been taught to deify white people. We've been taught to deify Caucasians, you see, to look at them as something they're really not. That's what we've been taught to do in church. Church was the foundation for deifying white people. You see, because prior to that, before they had these so-called black people, because that's where it all started in on the plantation, 
that's what that's where the programming started on the plantation. Because see, the white man was afraid that eventually all these niggas that they abuse and are gonna eventually catch a catch a lightning bolt moment and say the hell with this and just turn it all out and, and whatever happened happened. See, you know what? You can only push people but so far. And the more and more you keep pushing people, even an animal, if you whoop an animal, an animal going to rebel on you, like I said. So they had to make sure, not just through violence, but also through uh, benevolence, through religion, that they program black people very well to look at white people and look at harming white people, killing white people, destroying white people. And whatever they build, look at that as a sin against God. In fact, the so-called white man taught these nigger preachers to say that to take up arms and kill white people is a sin against God. Meanwhile, these same white people beating the shit out of you, raping your women, and doing all of this, cutting off your testicles and everything for fun. But these are the white people that you're supposed to respect and love. Is this some of the most backward shit you ever heard in your life? The most off-color, bugged-out Meant like Twilight Zone stuff. They're you. They're teaching that these people are benevolent and good, and fair seeming. Yet they are abusing you. You know, and you have this thing in your head where you want to be close to God. See, because they know that our people had this affinity even before Christianity. We had this affinity toward a higher power. You know, we we always acknowledge the higher power. Going back to Amun, we always acknowledge the higher power. We've always been people who have acknowledged the higher power. It might not have been, it wasn't Jesus, it wasn't Allah, it wasn't Jehovah, but we always acknowledge the higher power. We go back and went to ancient Mesoamericans. You see, they bore witness to Amun. They referred to themselves as the Omen, their connection to Amun. So all that, again, going back to the Egyptians, we always bore witness to a higher power. Just wasn't Jesus and their wrapped up, spiritualized, watered down religion. We bore witness to that, and that's in our genetics to know, to know, not believe, but to know there is a higher power, to know that. That's in us to know that. Before Jesus, before Allah, before Jehovah, before all these false gods, we always knew there was a higher power, and we had some connection. So, so when the white man came and rolled around with his Jesus and his white Jesus, he figured this is the perfect programming tool to ensure that these niggas will never hurt me. I'm not going to wake up in my bed on the plantation or, or, you know, with a bunch of black males standing, no black men standing over me, the so-called niggas, the Negroes, the niggas standing over me, going to cut my throat, kill my children, burnt down my plantation, right? Well, I, I can't have that. I'll lose everything. So we got to give these niggas a day off, let them recuperate, let them rest, let them have Sunday off, program them. In that time, make sure they're being thoroughly programmed to work like a computer. You see, you program a computer, you put in all of the right data into a computer in order for it to work the way you want it to work. That was the same mindset they had with the slaves. You program them with white Jesus. You program them with a bunch of BS stories. They couldn't actually read the book. You make sure you pick out you pick out certain Scriptures and passages of loving your master and that y'all are cursed people and all this crazy, weird, off-the-wall BS just to get you to work. 
just to get you to accept the abuse, just to get you to accept that you should worship the image of these people and that you should look down on yourself. That was some master programming, and it still works today. What does the pastor do? The pastor still, the black pastor, the black reverend, who was put up there by the white man, the white slave master, to preach to the slaves about love thy master. It's shit that wasn't even in the Bible, just making up shit, like the white man always do, just lying, like the liar that he is. You see, love your master. If you love your master and work hard, you're going to have a reward in heaven when you die. And, and you had, you had, and, and you keep hearing this over and over and over again because he made sure he told a nigga pastor to keep preaching this over and over and over. Don't read certain parts of the book, or no, don't read. You can't. Well, they couldn't even read, so they, they tell this is what you say. Act like you read it. And he's standing, the white man standing, making sure these niggas are getting indoctrinated right in the church. Oh, well, now the church, they, they built a little, little makeshift building for these niggas to go into so they could listen to, to get programmed by these cave beasts. You see? That's, that, that, was the, that was like programming the computer to get the computer to work for you. You got to program it. They was programming these Negroes, man. And you know what? The pastor does the same. The black pastor continues to do the same thing. The black pastor continues to do the same thing. He's still following the same playbook. Ain't nothing changed. Notice the pastor only reads certain verses out of the Bible. You know why? Because they're taught that in seminary school. They're taught to teach you so-called black people a certain certain way. Because they still want you to kind of deal. That's why, if you notice in a lot of those Jehovah Witness books and those um, Christian books, whatever, they're always showing you white people going to heaven. Jesus smiling on the white people. But wait a minute, I thought the hereafter or heaven was for black people. That's what they taught. You're going to get a reward in heaven for getting your ass whooped by the white man, letting him degrade you and rape your woman and just just, just, straight, just just straight degrade you. That's supposed to be honorable to let them degrade you. You see? And a lot of y'all went along with that. And to this day, this is why you got these niggas that tattoo white Jesus on their arm. Right? What a nigga got tattooed on his arm? Two things the program nigga got tattooed on his arm. And it's usually the nigga that'll be ready to beat on another so called black man because, see, in his mind, in his programming, the black man is a devil. He's evil. See, he's not the guy up on the stained glass window with, every, with, the, with the sun coming down on him and whatnot. That's Jesus. That's the Lord. See, the thugs went to church at one time, they went to church. So they got indoctrinated with that. The thugs went to church. They got indoctrinated with white Jesus. So they're taught by their grandmothers and their mothers, Jesus is the Lord. You respect Jesus. And and they mind respect Jesus and love the Lord who's a white man means love all white people, respect all white people. But the hell with you niggas, the hell with your own kind. Because your grandmama would tell you, love Jesus, love everybody. Oh, don't hate, don't hate no white people. Love everybody. But then, like I said, you get in a fight with Tyrone, you pick up something, bust his goddamn head open. She ain't gonna tell you to do that with a white boy. She'll tell you that to Tyrone and them. Big Mama, she tell you ready. She'd be ready to tell you to kick ass against Tyrone and them and all them down the street, or she talking greasy about Miss Catherine and them down the street, but she ain't going to talk. She, but see, she, she got love for white Jesus and thus all white people. 
She smiles. She bow her head. They all kind. You Negroes, see you black males that go through this programming too, man. You see, this is why you won't never, like I said, this is why you always put your head down, you bow down. This is nothing but 100, over 100 plus years of programming. Well, over 200 years of programming. That's all the church has been. It's nothing but program, and this is why these pastors, like, they make sure they get these mega churches. That that's the thing to get the mega churches in the black neighborhoods. Get the mega churches because really the mega churches and the ripping off of people is really that's really for so-called black people. That's black people. When you see white, you see white guys doing it. The the your Billy Graham's, all the white hustlers doing that with the Christian, the Catholic, the Christian church, and all this other stuff. When you see them do it, them old time players, man. Them old time players, they, you know, these guys, they'll be talking about, yeah, you know, Jesus and the Lord and all this other stuff. But these will be the same white people in the congregation with Billy Graham that will go, go and put on a fucking hood, a white hood, and burn a cross on your lawn and call you a nigger or kill your family and then go right back to church and praise Jesus. You see, these are the same people. These are the people you want to share a God with. These are the people you want to sit in church with and sing with, because a lot of these old niggas, they really want their churches integrated. They want they want a mixture of black and white in the church. You see, we all together. That's why Jehovah Witness appealed to a lot of you old Negroes. That's why Jehovah Witness appealed to, because y'all think, oh, because it offers it black and white and everybody together, because you've been programmed to think that these are really God's people and you're not. You just you should just be happy to be amongst white people who are really the chosen people of the Lord. That's what you should be happy about. That's really what the programming is. That's really what the programming is. That's why your mama and them they don't got no prime with you bring home your the daughter bring home a white man, a white a white boy, excuse me, a white boy. They ain't got no problem with your daughter bring home a white boy to lay with, to have babies with. Oh, my baby gonna have some good hair. Bring home a, a so-called black man. Oh, he got a nigga got a job. What he doing? You know, he, he, I don't. He too dark. Uh, his head too nappy. I don't know. She bring home Tom. Oh, hi Tom. You know, you know we're gonna have some good head grandbabies, and they're gonna be like pretty skin. That's that Jesus. That's that Jesus shit. And I call it that shit. That's that Jesus shit. You understand that? That's Jesus shit. And I know uh, if you say Jesus ain't shit right now, the black people, these niggas will have a meltdown. Even the thugs be ready. Oh, shit, son. Don't say that, son. Oh, shit, son. You say, no, nah, son. No, nah, son. I can't roll with you. These coon-ass niggas, these thug niggas who done just probably shot another nigga down the block going to tell you, don't, don't, come on, don't talk about the Lord like that. You fuck niggas. Run uncut. You niggas are fucking disgusting, man. You fucking thug niggas are disgusting. You faggot ass niggas will be the first ones to tattoo Jesus on your fucking arm. Yet you shot a nigga down the block. You selling dope out your fucking house. Fucking up the neighborhood. But you love, you gonna tell us, don't say nothing bad about Jesus. A fucking cracker. Some long haired hippie faggot. Some Greek, some Greek, some Greek pantheon made up fake God. That's what you niggas don't boil down to. That's what you don't boil down to. That's what you niggas are about. I don't have nothing nice to say about you. You niggas are disgusting, man, on so many levels, which is Jesus shit. 
after 200 goddamn years, you niggas still with this Jesus shit. Even Minister Farrakhan still talking this Jesus shit. And he's supposed to be the baddest black man. Still with the Jesus talk. That's nothing but programming. And it makes me think that a lot of you guys that's supposed to be pro-black and you still talking about Jesus, you with the programming too. You with the programming too. Go and ask any of these niggas, is Jesus real? Ask them, is Jesus real? They're going to tell you Jesus is real. Even the so-called pro-blacks, the thugs, they're going to tell you, and then they'll tell you, oh, Jesus is really a black man. Y'all don't believe that. Stop it. You don't believe that. You don't believe Jesus is a black man. You see? You 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 want white Jesus, okay? You want white Christ. That's what you niggers want. You want white Jesus. You want Christ. And see, that's what's holding you back. That's what's holding y'all back. You see, that's what's keeping you continuously programmed, keeping you continuously in a fog. You see? That's what's keeping you from, from, you know, coming together collectively as a people, you see, because a lot of you niggas are saying, well, you know, I can't be with, you know, something like, because y'all just want black people, and we all the same, and see, we all human, we all God's children. Why do y'all really believe that? You believe that because of your Christian programming at the church that you all got. We all got indoctrinated, myself too. We all got indoctrinated with Jesus early. I don't been to church with my grandmother. I don't been to church, you know, and my mother and father ain't make me go to church, but you know, I went there with my grandmother. We went a couple of times. You know, you're coming up, you're gonna get some of that Jesus programming on you. If you a certain age, you're gonna get some of that Jesus programming on you. You see? And now they re indoctrinating the young, the youth. They re indoctrinating the youth. You know, that's why you got a lot of you young niggas wearing, walking around looking like little Nas X with skinny jeans on, got pictures of Jesus, with uh, some tattoo of Jesus on, on, your, on your arm praying, some, some white man on your arm praying with his hands together, or some fucking prayer beads on, looking like a bunch of damn, looking like a bunch of weirdos, looking like a bunch of damn L.A. gangbangers. Every nigga look like a bunch of damn, uh, a damn essay or damn, now you niggas just like essays or damn L.A. gangbangers now. With Jesus, of course. You don't just shot niggas down the block, but then you're going to talk about the Lord, 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 forgive me. You see, this is nothing but programming. And they continue to program these Negroes. And it works for the so-called white man because, see, he, could, who, who, he knows that these niggas got a heavy uh, control, the minds of black people heavy. Why do you think whenever they want to push something out to black people like vaccines, like uh, 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 whatever, Whatever they want to push out from niggas that's going to destroy them, they go right to the pastors. Why do you think they go to the pastors? Because they know the pastors got the minds of the so-called black race. The reverends got the minds of the so-called black race. Even you niggas that don't go to church. Even you niggas that claim you spiritual. Even you ones that don't go to church. You still believe in Jesus. You still believe in God and the devil. Am I saying that there is no creator? Of course there's a creator race. Of course. That's a creator race of gods and devils. Oh, Jesus. Throw all that shit in the garbage with the 20th century. Throw it out the window, man. Throw all that Jesus shit out the window, man. There's no Jesus for you so-called black people. Jesus is a creation of the white man. 
to keep you niggas programmed. Now, y'all don't get it yet. You don't get it yet? Who did they go to to get you to want to integrate with white people and eat in the same restaurant and, and drink off the same water fountain? All that nasty shit with these cave beasts. Who made you do that? Martin Lucifer Coon. A big time reverend, Martin Lucifer Coon. I called him that because that's what he was. A fucking coon. And y'all already know this ain't going to make blog talk. This ain't going to make YouTube, so I don't really care. This will go on the blog talk, raw and uncut reels. Raw and uncut. So don't let the baby listen to this. Y'all, y'all, y'all decipher it and break it down to me, clean it up for him if you want to teach him. Just tell him, uh, you can't listen to the one. Just, just know there's no Jesus. That's all y'all got to tell him. That's all. No, 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 no Jesus. You see? Because they, they know, they know that the church, that the reverend, the reverend, the pastor, all of them, they got a hole on you. They already know that. They already got the minds. Because, see, black, so-called black people, our people, we love to congregate. You see, we love to congregate. We love to socialize because really what that is, that's the mark of a people that really want a community. You see, we will build a community. See, the church, the church actually is what replaced the real community. That's what replaced the community. You see, we by nature are people who like to congregate with each other, socialize. So, of course, they had to put the church in place of community. This is why we don't have no real communities. This is exactly why. This is exactly why we don't have no real culture. See, because men you start talking about culture and community and coming together, these niggas come with this Jesus shit or this God and the devil shit. They come with that, oh, well, the Lord, you know, the nigga woman come with the old, the old nigga woman come with the, oh, the Lord, and the Lord is this, and the Lord is that. And you can't excuse the Lord. Is the Lord going to be involved in this? Jesus going to be involved with this? She come with that old Florida Evans spirit. You know, that old mammy spirit, that old Florida Evans spirit. Some good times. Yeah. And that was a per- that was perfect. You ever, how many of y'all ever see that episode? They see the white man know what he's doing. He put Florida Evans on to the mother, right? The, the nigga woman, the, the nigga female, right? They put her up there. When the Michael tried to bring up a picture of a black Jesus, she didn't want to hear that, right? She don't think nothing wrong with the fact that she don't want to see she 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 got a problem with seeing a so-called black man, a bronze man who look like her being the savior. No, that's not real to her. That white man on the wall is real to her, and she was showing how programmed she was. That was the best show. I, I bet you a bronze person wrote that wrote that cast. That wasn't from a so-called white man. That wasn't from the so-called Jew because they ain't gonna tell you they secrets. They ain't gonna tell you that this shit is a program. That, go back and watch that, that um, Good Times episode. That was the only real episode I liked, The Good Times. That's, that was written by a bronze person. That shows you how, how, how programmed these niggas are, man. She was a perfect example of that. That was a classic right there. Classic. That's the black race right there in Florida Evans. That's the black race. And y'all all got that Florida Evans in y'all on some level, you so-called black people. Even the thugs, you niggas got Florida Evans in you. You niggas got some Florida Evans in you, thug niggas. You love Jesus. You Christians, you Muslims, you Israelite niggas got some Florida Evans in you. Oh, the Lord, the Lord Jesus, and Jesus, uh, 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 excuse me, Yahweh Bashem, Yahweh Shai, Yahweh Shai. No, nigga, you mean Jesus. That's what you really mean. 
Stop trying to act like it's some, some independent God that y'all believe in other than white Jesus. Knock it off, okay? Stop acting like you believe in some real God independent of white Jesus. Y'all don't. You're lying. Because when that guy said, I remember, forget you, Israelites, when that guy ties a document from the uh, um, God said he's a God sent comforter, y'all call him every kind of black motherfucker in the book. You call him every, you, and you kept making reference to how dark he was and how he a black motherfucker and you black phony. You kept talking about how dark he was. You know why that is? Because you had a problem with him saying that he's a God sent comforter or the son of man or whatever he was calling himself. And him being a so-called black man. That's really that's so that just goes to show. Not that of course, if y'all had a problem with him being a phony and a fraud and you doubted the validity of his words, that's fine. But y'all kept talking about how dark he was and his complexion and how, you know, that black such and such and such. Because y'all really want white Jesus. That's why you did that. You really want white Jesus. You see? That's really what you want. You're programmed to want white Jesus. You niggas could claim, oh, it's about Yahweh Shah. Jesus ain't the real name. It's Yahweh Shah. Look, y'all full of shit, okay? You Israelites are full of it. You want white Jesus just like everybody else want white Jesus. Or you so-called black people, you want white Jesus. You've been programmed to. You see? You've been programmed to want white Jesus, to support white Jesus, because the, the programming is daily. And, 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 and if, let, let me tell you something. If ever, if ever, if ever a church is ever to shut down in a so-called black neighborhood on the block, they're gonna make sure the the government or somebody's gonna make sure that some hustler, some pastor, gonna have money to buy that church and open up that church and make sure that he's saying the right things. Because you do know they still monitor what these reverends say. You know how you know that? Remember that guy Jeremiah Wright, the guy from Chicago who Barack Obama and Michelle Obama were supposedly going to his church. But anyway, remember when the guy Jeremiah Wright was talking against, I think he spoke against sodomites or something like that, or being a faggot. He spoke against something, uh, something he spoke against. I think it was against sodomites, being a faggot, which he's supposed to speak against if you're supposed to be a man of the Lord. According to the Bible, that, that's a, a being, a, being a damn sodomite, being a faggot or, uh, uh, and laying with other men, that's supposed to be against the laws of God and the laws of nature, of course. Now, why was he chastised for speaking out against that? If 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 that's if that's supposed to be against God, why was he chastised? If a reverend today speak out against homosexuality or lesbianism, they're gonna take his five hundred one three C away. He ain't gonna be preaching no more, at least not under the state. Which means whatever funding he was gonna get, when he was getting a tax exemption, he was gonna get that's gonna stop. You see, they just got more sophisticated with the programming. That's all they did. Because they know how strong and powerful Jesus is. <coughs> Jesus is in the minds of so-called black people. They know how strong uh, the programming of Jesus is in the minds of black people. Hell, that's the reason why you so-called black females want to get with the white man a lot of y'all in the back of your mind. That's why a lot of you so-called black females, you want to get with the white man or you open to get with the white man or you open for your daughters to get with the so-called white man. Because in your mind, uh, the first white man you saw was a marvelous white man named Jesus. You see, that was the first white man you saw, some marvelous white man named Jesus Christ. You see? So from that point on, from that point on, Every white person is Jesus in your mind. 
And I'm not saying, oh, you see him as Jesus. But like I said, you associate every Caucasian person with Jesus. See, that was meant to be the program. You associate exactly white magic, white magic. They practice black magic on you by telling you that you were black. You see? They practice black magic on you by telling you you were black. And then they practice white magic on you by giving you white Jesus. You see, that's how they did that. That's how they did that. You see, that's how they practice that on you. And like I said, it still works to this day. It still works to this day. Y'all, like I said, y'all, y'all, you, you don't have no respect. This is why, like I said, you so-called black men, you ain't going to kill the so-called white man. You won't kill a white man. You scared of the white man. You know why you scared of the white man? Because the white man that you was exposed to, the white man that you was exposed to, the white man that you were taught to worship and respect and bow down to was two white men, actually, Jesus Christ and George Washington. Jesus and George. Jesus and George. G- Jesus, because he's your spiritual guide and leader who y'all follow. You know, the, 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 the Jesus that you that is okay with you niggas selling drugs. The Jesus that's okay with you fucking niggas gangbanging and killing your own people. That's that Jesus okay. But you better not touch no white people because that's a sin against God. That's a sin against Jesus. Because Jesus was a white man. Jesus is a white man. Jesus is a white man created in the minds of white people. I mean, forget the fact that he ain't fucking real, but he's a white man in the minds of white people. And the creator, he, he is a white man. A, a false white man, a false beast, but he's still a white man. That's the image they rule and control you through. Still, that's a major control mechanism. Jesus is a major control mechanism in the minds of black people. You see? That is a he is a that image that image that character is a major control mechanism in the in the, in the um in 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 controlling so called black people that Caucasians use the elites. That's why, like I said, you really think people like your T D Jakes and your Creflo Dollars and you know all these other guys, Eddie Longs and the rest of these other guys you see coming up. Like I said, this is a business for them. This is a business. Usually in any business like that, like I said, they go to seminary school, which is really like a franchise school, because the seminary school gives you, basically gives you your license to hustle. That's what seminary school does. When these niggas go to pastor in school and they get their reverend, they reverend degree or whatever it is, they reverend uh, title, their doctor of divinity title, all those hustle titles, they can now free, go out here and hustle. They can legally go out here and hustle and apply their Jesus trade. They can go out here and get their Jesus on. And you know, they know they're going to be successful because there ain't really no place in the world you can't set up and, and, and around black people and talk about Jesus. And you ain't, you're going to get a goddamn congregation. You get up here and talk about Jesus to niggas wherever you go on the planet. You're going to get a congregation. Tell me I'm wrong. You're going to get a congregation. You go out here and talk about Jesus to niggas, you're going to get a congregation. You talk about something dealing with they sell, you ain't going to get such a big deal. It ain't going to be such a big gathering. 
You already know it. It's not going to be such a big gathering. You go out here and talk about Jesus and niggas, you're going to get a comment. You won't have let, – let, let, let Nubim and Kares go out here tomorrow with a suit on and talk about Christ and Jesus is coming back. We're going to have – I have so many – I'll go out there and some – I have so many old people around me, young people around so many people will gather around me. It will be ridiculous. I would never do that because I don't want some kind of people around me. I don't want no slaves around me. No, thank you. I don't want no program slaves around me. No, thank you. But, yeah, they would definitely do that. They would. You see, you can get that hustle going anywhere. You can get that Jesus hustle going anywhere. Anywhere anywhere where there's black people. Hell, white Jesus will move better with black people than with white people. White people really ain't trying to hear, white, hear Jesus no more. White people ain't, don't really care about Jesus like that like you niggas do. They don't. You see, they that Jesus and Jesus and religion and all that, that's just something they do just because they want to feel good about themselves. But they really don't care about that. They'll be into Jesus one minute. Next thing you know, they'll be practicing witchcraft in the next minute. You see, they don't give a shit about that. You niggas keep Jesus going. You see? You niggas keep Jesus going. That's why I said you niggas keep white supremacy going. So that, that, like I said, that's the major. That's the major force of white supremacy. Right? If you want to talk white supremacy, that Jesus is the major, um, major, uh, um, bar, uh, major control mechanism for white supremacy. Jesus Christ. You get rid of Jesus, that'll be one of your first thoughts. Uh, at least, no, I ain't gonna say get rid of them in the minds of black people, so-called black people. You know, let the white people have. Because trust me, if, if it was up to white people, Jesus would have died on the vine a long time ago. They only use Jesus as a way to program you niggas, man. That's the only reason Jesus is still around. You see? That's the only reason Jesus is still around. But you ain't going to see no wealthy white people going to church. They ain't going to no church. You ain't going to see no well-to-do white. You might see a few well-to-do white people, but it, it depends on the tax bracket because usually it's poor white trash that go to church and believe somewhat in Jesus. It's usually them or the bottom-of-the-barrel white people. But white people who got money and they, they you know, they ain't going to no church, man. They ain't with that because they already know. They, 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 they beyond. They ain't thinking about that. You see? That's that, but but across the board, Jesus is popular with poor niggas, middle class niggas, and semi-rich niggas. But the ones who go up higher in the wealth, they see they get to understand, especially if they're dealing with the white man, the elites. They know what Jesus is really about. So when you hear a lot of these rappers and all them, see they got to say that. That's part of the programming too. When you notice, whenever these rappers. Whenever these rappers or entertainers get some kind of award, they always thinking they Lord and Savior, they personal Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and they got the cross on. That they're they're nothing but they're nothing but influences to keep the whole Jesus spell going. That's their, their that's their job. Their, their job because they know a lot of black people are watching these shows. So what they do is they get these puppets, they get these recording artists. These producers, these film people, these niggas who just so glad that they was able to make some money and you know and get an award. These these happy go lucky coons, and they basically tell them to thank Jesus. You really think these people really go to church and really believe in that any of that stuff? When exactly do these niggas believe in Jesus? When they sniffing coke or when they bending over and, and you're grabbing their ankles to the white man in these mansion parties? When exactly have they got time to think about Jesus? What exactly did these, these these black females 
or these singers got time to think about Jesus when they on their knees to the white man who the record executive or they're getting a train ran on them, that's when they got time to think about Jesus? When, when the fuck do these niggas really got time to think about Jesus? Do Puff, Puff Daddy look like he believe in, and well, well, do he look like he believe in Jesus or what Jesus is supposed to mean? Did any of these niggas look like that? These niggas look ridiculous coming up here talking on, on these shows on, yeah, I want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Come on, stop it. That's nothing but programming. That's for you niggas. That ain't for them because they know they don't believe that shit. They Satanists, man. They into witchcraft. They Satanists. I don't mind saying it. That's what they into. They just That's just for y'all. That's for you Negroes who, to reinforce the, the Jesus spell on you niggas, man. That's all that's for. You know? That's just to reinforce the Jesus spell on you fucking niggas, man. That's all that's for. To keep you, for you young niggas who, 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 who might be thinking about, oh, I don't want to do this Jesus shit no more. Then when you see your favorite rapper on TV, right, talking about my Lord and Savior Christ, you were like, oh, well, shit, all right, well, damn, Jesus is the man. I mean, they successful. The first thing you're going to say, they successful. They saying that all the glory is to God and Jesus. You know, forget the fact that these niggas had to go to the mansion parties, get in the studio 3, 4 in the morning, go to the mansion parties and freak off, then go sniff some line of coke and do some and do and smoke some blunts and then go do they, you know, and, and go do they, they due diligence to stir the program, you Negroes. Forget all that, that work they had to do. Thank some white imaginary uh, 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 person that hung on a cross. You see, that's all just for niggas, man. That's just to program you. That's all. Everything is about programming you. Everything. Let me take a call. 678. 678, you're on the air. 678. 678. Going once. Going twice. Third time, fourth time. Nothing from 678. You got to call back. All right. It's a little bit raw and uncut. Yeah, I know. But it's Friday. We'll be right back. Fire from Jimmy Henderson, because it's fire tonight.
Like I said, this is strong programming. This is very strong, strong, strong programming. Keep this in mind. You see, when our people are in a mindset of, you know, being, uh, you know, controlled mentally, when we are in that mindset of control, you know, we don't, we don't really see the things that are, you know, being used to guide us in this control, right? We don't see the hidden hand that's guiding you in this uh, in this state of control. You don't get to see that. You don't get to see the hidden hand that controls, that guides you in the things that you do and the decisions that you make. You don't see it. And the thing that has guided us to a state of destruction is this Jesus character and the church. The church. The church. And because this is always in a state of, you know, disarray, you got all these things going on. Right. You got all these things going on in society. Right. And our people are too busy being um how you wanna say? Um being placed under control through this Christ image. Being uh you know, placed under this religious image. Again. This is constantly going to weigh on us as a people. Well, I'm saying not us. I'm saying so-called black people. You see, I'm saying so-called black people. This will weigh on so-called black people continuously. This mindset of worship, a worship of Jesus, the whole idea of a being being used as a sacrifice. Jesus is spoken of. Notice Jesus is the only prophet. Think about this. Why is Jesus the only prophet spoken of, really spoken of and focused on in the Baptist church? Then you have all these other so-called prophets, Abraham, Noah, Moses. Why is Jesus the only focal point? What was the point of these other prophets? Why is it always focused on Jesus? Is it because they say he's the son of God? Could that be it? Partly. Because I told you Jesus is a character that they created and added to the book. Jesus is a Greco-Roman God, right? And Jesus is the God of all folly, all degeneracy, because he is a Greco-Roman God. All the Greco-Roman gods are in favor of homosexuality, of lesbianism, of pedophilia. They are all okay with that type of behavior. Why else would the Greeks and the Romans worship these gods who would be against their their degeneracy? They're going to worship gods who are okay with their degeneracy. They're going to worship gods that are okay with homosexuality and all this mad pedophilia, bestiality. They want gods who are okay with that. You know how you know that's real still to this day? 
Because aren't there faggots in the church? Aren't there lesbians in the church? Aren't there child molesters in the church? Now, if this Jesus was really against these kind of people, then they wouldn't be in the church. If if they taught a doctrine that Jesus don't accept these kind of people, they wouldn't be in church. But they're told to teach that Jesus accepts everybody. This is still part of the program. What does that do? That doesn't give people the incentive to get better. That gives them the incentive to be who they are, be who exactly who they are and what they are, and never try to evolve or change, be basically their low degenerate self. That's what Jesus gives people the, you know, the idea of Jesus accepting degenerates, right? Because according to their teaching, Jesus died on the cross for your sin. So you free to sin now because you all taken care of. Y'all under grace according to what the doctrine teaches. So that means you free to be all kinds of degenerates, all kinds of filth, all kinds of scum. And then go to the church and say, oh, you know, forgive me, Lord. Like these people were saying, this white girl was saying on this documentary, she said, yeah, these black people I hang out with, they, all they do is party all night at the club on Saturday and go to church on Sunday. They party in the club on Saturday, they go to church on Sunday. They might have just got finished, uh, the, the, the female might have just got finished, um, uh, the male might have got finished, just met up in the club, got, got hired, and went to their house and laid up, screwed and everything else, and then up to church in the morning. Like ain't nothing happened. She coming home four in the morning after laying up, getting screwed all night for some niggas she met in the club, and she going to go to church in the next morning. Like nothing happened. Lord, forgive me. Lord, praise. See, because that's the kind of God that you're taught to worship. That's the kind of God that you're taught to worship. You see, that is the kind of God that you're taught to worship. You see, the base, the same God that the so-called white man is okay with worshiping, that tells him he can be, he can be his most degenerate, low-level self that he can be. He could be a faggot, a, 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 a cross-dresser, a damn child molester, a, a bestiality bending over sheep. He could do all that and then go to church. Like nothing happened. So let's say your confession. Oh, I did this. I did that. I was doing this. No, I ain't going to tell you all that, you know, because their God is okay with this. Their God is okay with this. You see, you know why? I said earlier, you know why they only mention Jesus and they don't talk about all these other prophets? Because those other prophets are kind of in alignment with the old Israelite doctrine. And these are the prophets who frowned on, you know, according to the story. These are the prophets who frowned on homosexuality, frowned on all kinds of degeneracy. But see, Jesus seems to be okay with all of that. This is why they preach Jesus to you. Because, again, there's no incentive for you to do better. There's no incentive for you to follow Lord. There's no incentive for you to follow order, to have a real community. See, there's no incentive for that. Notice the so-called Jews, they don't worship Jesus because the Jews, they know what Jesus really represents. The so-called Jew, the Caucasian Jews, do not worship Jesus because they know what Jesus really represents. They know that Jesus is a Greco-Roman God, that it's false, that Jesus is false, and they know that Jesus is nothing but a Goyim God or a God of the pigs or people who are not of the faith of Israelitism or Judaism or whatever. That's why they don't put Jesus up. They say Jesus is a false um, prophet. They don't acknowledge no Jesus. They know Jesus is a creation of the Catholic Church. They know that. It's just you, you dumb niggas that don't. It's just you dumb niggas that don't know. That's still with this Jesus shit. But yet the Jews, they know if they brought Jesus into their community, then eventually the whole idea and the concept of Jesus would unravel their law and order in their community. 
That's how they're able to keep law and order in their community because there's no Jesus. That's why. That's why the Jews are able to really keep law and order, the women dressing a certain way, respecting themselves, not being out here half naked, being whores and sluts, the men acting like men, not acting like faggots, the men being the, the boys being being uh, made young men at an early age, having to work with their fathers, basically forming a real farm with their fathers, fathers home at home with their children and their women and whatnot. See, if you add Jesus to that equation, you know what that looks like then? If you add Jesus to that equation, it looks like the fucking black community, the so-called black neighborhood, not community, the so-called black neighborhood, where fathers ain't around, your mother's out here being sluts and whores. See, because under Jesus, there is no law. Under Jesus, there is no order. Under Jesus, there's no structure. That's why they push Jesus to you. You follow what I'm saying? That's why they push Jesus to you. Am I making myself clear? You see, the Jews, like I said, they don't have Jesus for a reason. They don't deal with Jesus for a reason. They deal with Abraham. They deal with Isaac, Ishmael. They deal with those old, 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 um, old Testament biblical uh, uh, prophets. They deal with the Old Testament biblical prophets because those people kept a line of law, according to the story. The whole theme of those people, those Israelites, was law. Jesus was the only renegade that, you know, that the Catholic Church created that they wanted to put into the line of the Israelites that was not about law and order. That's why I tell you, you can go to the church and you could, you know, you can be a sinner and all this other stuff. It, it, oh, ain't no law to follow. Oh, you Christians, you can eat pork. You can eat pork. You can eat shellfish. Your women can walk around with their ass out. You can accept faggots and lesbians. That's what, that's what, that's what Jesus is about. They give you the worst job. Why do you think they come down so heavy on you Israelites when, when you niggas start talking about you want to follow Israelites? Because, see, at least with the Israelites thing, you guys try to kind of follow laws. You see, you guys kind of try to, even though white Jesus is still in your mind, even though that's what's really keeping you from being your real Israelites because you're still dealing with white Jesus. A lot of you old niggas, you niggas are still Christians, man. You Israelites. You just replace Jesus with Yahweh, because just to make yourselves feel better, you know, you replace Jesus, the uh, Greco-Roman false god Jesus, with Yahweh Bashem, Yahweh Shah. That's all you did, and made him a, and put a black face on him and an afro. But let's 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 be clear. Let's just be just let's just be clear. Y'all really don't believe that shit, so y'all need to stop it. Just like y'all don't believe your little Star Wars trilogy of these 100 million angels coming back to fight the white man. Y'all don't believe that shit. Y'all need to stop it. You know, the time for fairy tales and fucking around is over, man. Them days is over. The time for fairy tales and fucking around is over. You niggas are part of that old coon train of niggas that still want to follow white Jesus, that still want to be programmed with that word from the New Testament. You know, the, the, new, the new Testament that the Catholic Church wrote, you see, and that the white man seemed very fond of pushing on you all. You see, they totally ignore the Old Testament. They totally ignore that, you see. And they made sure the slaves didn't get nothing out of the Old Testament. See, because, see, the thing with the Old Testament is, and a lot of old-time prophets in the Old Testament, like your Noah's and Ishmael's and Isaac's and Abraham's and all those other people, see, the thing with them is, like I said, they were really based on Egyptian uh, 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 pharaohs and 
uh, um, priest of Amun. A lot of those guys were based on priests of Amun. A lot of those are characters too. But the law, the law that they were really following was ancient comedic laws. And they really stuck to their laws. You, you lying ass Israelites, so it's something about, oh, the ancient comedic or the ancient Egyptian people, they didn't have no law and they was just doing anything and they was, you know, they were degenerates and all these lies. Lies, y'all tell lies. When your whole doctrine of all those prophets in the Bible is really lies. They're plagiarized from other from real people that lived in the in ancient Kemet, in ancient Kemet, or Egypt. All your prophets are plagiarized from real people, real real pharaohs, real priests of Amun, real people that lived that factually proven that lived. You can't factually prove that none of them people lived. You ain't found one body, you ain't found one bone, not one nothing, but. You'll sit up here and talk about how the Egyptians, and again, how you know all that comes from out of Egypt, all those prophets and all that other stuff comes from um, characters from Egypt, is because Jesus, from Jesus down to Abraham, all of them, all their stories are linked to Egypt in some way, shape, or form. To Moses, all these stories are linked to Egypt. Why is that? Why are these stories, why are these guys all somehow linked to Egypt? Yet when you look in ancient Egyptian uh, um, history, you don't see none of these people. Now, y'all tell me and say, oh, they, don't, they ain't put the people in the Bible because, you know, they, the Egypt didn't want to record the Israel. Well, okay, well, why they, I mean, they, they got, where they was fighting with different, you know, different countries and different societies, they wars, whether they won or lost, whatever, they got that. So why wouldn't they record some person named Jesus or some person named Moses or whoever you claim these prophets are that came through there? Why wouldn't they record that? You, you know why? Because... Like I said, those characters are plagiarized from ancient comedic characters, or real, excuse me, real people, right? That's what they're plagiarized from. In fact, the guy, uh, uh, King David, uh, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, King, I forget, one of them kings, uh, um, uh, uh, no, King Solomon is really the story of a pharaoh called Sit-Amun. Sit-Amun, or Sit-Amen. Look that up. Amen. That's where your um, King Solomon is plagiarized from. They just, in other words, these people just took the images of bronze pharaohs, priests of Amun, and you know higher dignitaries, people that did major things in that society, and they just attached on these so-called Hebrew uh, names to these characters in their lives. You know, like how the white man do when he'll take bronze men. Of history and make them white or change their names or try to alter their names. You see, like a lot of those, uh, a lot of those paintings in Europe of the Vikings and all those people and all the ancient early European history, that's all bronze people there. That's all bronze people in Europe doing the major things from the Vikings and all that. That's bronze people. You see, but of course the white man, he got to make them white. He got to make them all white. You see? He has to make them white. So keep that in mind. While he's making them white, while he's whitening them up, while he's continuously doing that to them, there's a reason for all that. Again, mind control. Mind control. You see, they lost their minds. Why do you think the government, they lost their minds when Elijah Muhammad came in with Islam? You see, they lost their minds. 
You see, what do you mean our niggas are getting off of, they getting out off of Christianity? They starting to wake up off Christianity? They were, they went crazy when they were Elijah Muhammad. Elijah these Caucasians, they went crazy when Elijah Muhammad came with Islam, talking about the black man is God, you know, all this other stuff, and the white man is the devil, and all this other business, right? They went crazy off of that, especially down south. Them crackers down south had the nerve to them, oh, you trying to get our Negroes to study some Islam. You ain't bringing no Islam. They're going to tell niggas that they can't study what they want to study. They still got that master slave mindset, oh, well, you so-called black people. And you know why that is? And you know why they – because this, is, this, this really did happen. They didn't want the Ku Klux Klan and uh, a lot of these so-called white supremacists in the 50s and the 60s, they didn't want the nation of Islam down south because they knew what they, what they was preaching and what they taught. They didn't want them down south. You know why? Because they was breaking that Christian spell. They was trying to break that Christian spell, that slave branding, exactly. They saw Elijah Muhammad breaking that in the minds of so-called black people, and they didn't want that. You see, the government didn't want that. That's why they was demonizing Elijah Muhammad. And the only thing that really, really um, saved the nation of Islam is basically because that you know that 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 mission was a vomit. Yes, it was. I bear witness under the way Elijah Muhammad. That was a vomit, and also because the Nation of Islam is a Freemasonic organization. The Nation of Islam is a Freemasonic organization, and just like the Ku Klux Klan, Ku Klux Klan, which is also a Freemasonic organization, all right, and they study Islam too. They have a a, a book called the Koran, their version of the Koran. Or the, as, as the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, the, the Quran, because they couldn't pronounce the word Quran, Quran, or Quran. It's really Quran. Uh, um, was it the um, Ku Klux Klan? They're a Freemasonic organization. And they recognized that the Nation of Islam was a Freemasonic organization. And that in itself, you know, kind of eased things, because they had a meeting one time, and Malcolm X was talking about that meeting, and he had to act, act like he had an, had an attitude about that. But anyway, because. They was like they didn't want they good Christian Negroes who they had in line programmed and whatnot off of Jesus. They didn't want them to get all riled up with this black man is God and the white man is the devil. And like I said, they was like, yo, that's that's gonna be a problem. So you know, that was always hanging over the head of the nation of Islam. You see, but a lot of, a lot of you people that was in the nation, y'all was still cooned out. Y'all still had a little, little bit of that white Jesus juice on you. That's why y'all kept Fahd Muhammad's picture up there. And I'm going to just say it just like that. The one of, I think Elijah Muhammad planned that purposely to keep Fahd Muhammad's picture up because he really didn't have to do that. Elijah Muhammad, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad did not have to keep Fahd Muhammad's picture up. But see, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was very well aware of the Jesus programming on black people. He was very well aware of that. So what did the Honorable Elijah Muhammad do? I say, I say, and I, I bear witness of how much of a genius Elijah Muhammad, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was. I take my hat off to him. He just used the image of Fahd Muhammad, which is really a fake-ass image. That image is fake. I'm going to just say it like that. That image of that white man holding that motherfucking book and that, excuse my language, raw and uncut, excuse my language, that image of them holding that white, that white man holding that fucking book in the picture is not no Fahd Muhammad. That's some random white man who they got there, uh, that they, his son Wallace Muhammad painted. That is not even the real, that is even not the real guy that's far. 
That's a fake picture. That's a painted picture. How is it that they don't have no real images of this guy, photos of this guy? He's been around y'all three years. Y'all ain't got no pictures of him other than that picture of the painting. Come on, man. The only reason they use, the only reason Elijah Muhammad left that picture up, because nobody know nothing about far, is because he knew that black people were still programmed by that white image of a, God, a white God and that white image, because he himself was programmed by it. You see, he even was programmed by it on some level. They come up from that. So breaking that spell in black people's head was hard. So you know what? Like the honorable Elijah Muhammad said, give the babies the milk before they can eat the meat. You see, so Fard was still part of the milk, man. Fard, the image of Fard was still part of the milk. That was still part of the image of the white man over you telling you being your God. That was all Fard what? Because Elijah Muhammad didn't have to do that. Nobody really, like, nobody really knew who Fard was like that. I'm talking about 10 years into the nation of Islam in the 40s, or well, let's say 1943, 1945. Nobody knew who Fard was. Everybody don't forgot about him. They was looking at Elijah Muhammad. He didn't have to put Fard's picture up. And it was a minute before they put that picture up. That was, I think that picture was done in the 50s somewhere. So for a while, you didn't even really have no pictures of Fard. Elijah Muhammad was smart enough to use that picture to try to bring other so-called black people. And I guess he felt that over time, you could use that picture and, you know, basically push his message through that white image. Push his message through that white image. Because you can sit up here and say all you want that that was Fard's, that was Fard's message, but what, what message was it really? What message was it really? How is it a message from Fard when the message is for the black man? How is the message from Fard if the, if the message is for the upliftment of the black man and Fard wasn't a so-called black man? That was Elijah Muhammad, and that, and that was nothing but Freemasonry. That's all. And him using the image of Fard to push that message. That's all it was. You see, like I said, he realized that you, I guess you could get more done by using that white face. You get more done. And he was right. He got a lot done using that white image of Ford because of the old Jesus Christ image that the Jesus Christ image that was still heavily embedded in black people's minds. That's why. And still is today. We'll be right back. <laughs>
They'll take one of their pet niggas out with them. You ever see a guy, one of their pet niggas, a Mormon, and he's dressed like them? They're like freaking frack. And they go out there, and they, and they go, and they and they go in to get some more niggas. Especially you Caribbeans, man. You Caribbeans and Africans, y'all, 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 y'all kind of like, like the country Negroes down here. Y'all love white, y'all love y'all some white Jesus too. You know, you, they, y'all love y'all some white Jesus too. You know, you niggas are getting a fight over white Jesus, boy. You niggas will get into a fight over white Jesus. You niggas will turn over tables and shit. All of that. You niggas will be ready to turn over a table for white Jesus. You see? It, it, it just amazes me. It just amazes me. Because, like I said, like I said, they done made you into their pet niggas. That's all. That's all you That's all you niggas in the Catholic Church, the Christian Church, the Baptist Church. Y'all nothing but pet niggas to these Caucasians, man. And you know, you, they, they use you just to put the spell on their people. You ain't going to be preaching to no white congregation. Trust me. They don't want you preaching to no white congregation. You see, they don't want that. They don't want that. Ain't no white congregation, whatever, except no Yahweh, no Yahweh Shah. <laughs> you two Israelites know that. Ain't no white congregation going to accept no Yahweh Shah. They'll just come right out and say, fuck that. We we Satanists. We believe in the devil. They'll come out and tell you that before they worship some Yahweh Shah. They'll just come out and tell you. Nigga, get out of here with that shit. You niggas, y'all, y'all too stupid to tell them to get out of here with that 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 Jesus that Jesus bullshit. You too, y'all too, you too, you too cooned out in program because you niggas actually think you're gonna go to hell if you tell Jesus to go to hell. To tell them take Jesus and go to hell with Jesus. You see, you think you niggas actually think y'all gonna go to hell and burn in hell for telling some cracker, <laughs> some 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 uh, some fictitious cracker, uh, uh, hippie to go to hell uh, that you don't want to follow that. Yeah, that's what they really got your program to believe. You see, that's that's nothing but that's that's programming from that's from that's straight from the slave programming. That's like, that's straight from the plantation. That's straight from the plantation. You know how your grandmother and they'll beat your ass if you tell me you don't believe in Jesus. They'll beat your ass. You know why they really do that? You know why grandma, big mama, and them and all of them will beat your ass if you say you don't want to go to church and you don't believe in Jesus because the slave masters. Would, t- would tell them if they didn't have their children at church to listen to the programming, they was going to get their ass whooped. That's where that come from. That came out of fear. And see, they passed that fear down as a generation. Oh, you better fear God. That really means fear the slave master. That's really what that meant. Because it was mandatory that you be in church to get programmed. It was mandatory that all the little children get their ass in the church. That's why they make your children. That's why they pull the children into the church to get programmed first, because that's what they did on the plantation. They made the children be sitting right up there next to their parents getting programmed. Now, see, Jesus is white. Jesus is the Lord. We got to follow Jesus. And, you know, the Lord is white. And we black, and we we don't get our reward in this life. We get our reward in the next life. Just accept Jesus as the way. And they had to they had to preach that to their children. And so, like I said, they seen how good how good y'all acted on the plantation with Jesus and, and worshiping white Jesus. They just pushed it out further into the black reverence, and when they just took it further out, and they said, well, we'll just use this. We'll treat the whole America like a plantation. 
and we'll just give these niggas this plantation Christianity. Because, and like I said, you Muslims are really not that much better because they put you, you they, they had uh, Islam as a form of enslavement. That's where they get that, the, um, the Christians get that from. They get that from how they pushed Islam on so-called black people. You see, they pushed Islam, which is, enough, which is really nothing but Catholicism all over again. Because I told you, Islam is nothing but Arab Catholicism. Islam is nothing but Arab Catholicism. That's all Islam is. Your prophet Muhammad's wife was a Catholic. His wife, one of his wife, Khadija, was a Catholic. And she influenced a lot of that. A lot of those Arabs at that time were Catholics. There was no Islam. So you black Muslims who talking that nonsense about, oh, there was an Islam before Muhammad, knock it off. No, there was not. There was no Islam religion before Muhammad. Muhammad took all he did was take um, Roman Catholicism, which was heavy in in, uh, in Saudi Arabia. It was kind of heavy out there. And all they did, all he did was repackage Islam, repackage um, Catholicism into Islam. That's all. That's all Islam is. It's nothing but um, Roman Catholicism. That's why they all got the prayer beads. They use the beads, and they got the head covering like the Pope, like the Kufi, like the Pope. And if you notice, the Muslim women look like nuns. They got the same head covering as the nuns. It's all the same thing. You see, it's all the same thing. Man, Safarakon pretty tight with that Catholic priest, not Amy. Not Amy. Ain't he pretty tight with Father Flegger? You know why? Because Minister Farrakhan knows that Islam is nothing but an offshoot of Roman Catholicism. He knows that. He knows that. That stuff is all laced up with Roman Catholic stuff. That's why, like I said, that whole mindset of enslavement, the Catholic Church was doing that. The Arabs was doing that. You see, to the so-called black people, the Catholic Church is doing that to so-called black people, and your white, white Christian, white good, white Christians who came into America with that Jesus Christ bullshit, they did the same thing. They did the same thing. You see, it all relies on you buying into that uh, slave program. That it all, it all falls into that. Yeah. It all falls into that. It's all the same thing. So how the hell you want to talk about the white man is the devil and you following the image of the goddamn devil? How you going to talk about the white man is the devil and you following the image of the damn devil? Uh, make that make sense to me. Make that make sense to me. It don't make sense. Just like you Negroes with this Jesus and this Christian nonsense don't make sense. Just like y'all don't make any sense. But see, that's okay. That's okay. Y'all don't have to make sense. That's fine. Nobody's looking for no no true no true true intelligence to come from you niggas anyway, because y'all bug the fuck out of y'all minds. You niggas, you look at these niggas on, on TV on they Sunday they Sunday they Sunday uh, uh, congregations under TD Jakes all these all these. The rest of these Christian pastors, man, these niggas are bugged out of their mind, man. You could tell they in a trance. These niggas are in a strong trance and a strong program. Tell me I'm wrong. You ever look at these niggas? You ever look at them when they praising Jesus? These niggas are in a strong trance. And the 
and the and the and the and the pimp, I mean the preacher, the uh, the the preacher, he makes sure that he keeps that trance going. He makes sure he gets the trance going. You see? He makes sure he keep it going. Hey, somebody gonna have a Holy Ghost at this time. See, it's all timed out. They're gonna play the music at that time. They're gonna pass the plate at this time. Let me take a quick call. Nine zero one, you gotta be brief. Nine zero one. Menzek, measure. What's up, Menzek? What's up? Please, I was just, I was just trying to, uh, you know, just come in on the broadcast tonight. Just thinking in my mind that, you know, what you're saying is, I know we thinking um and we thank um and for everything and and we don't trust man and what it's been. But all I can say, I don't think and thank them for nothing, but I know they was probably needed for their time, and now it's their time is just over. That's all I want to say. I've been trying to get in. I just want to say something on okay. the broadcast. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, and you're right. Their time is over because the elect are being gathered. But thank you for calling in. Menzak. Yes. All right. All right, so let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. What is the real reason? What is the real reason why there's so many Christian churches in the black areas? Because they're programming centers. They're programming centers. You know how when somebody has people, a massive group of people, and they programming people, that's really everything. Whatever the beast puts out to you, whether it's a TV show, a, a TV program, a radio program, a, 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 a motion picture program, they're all meant to be programs to pass a message to you. The church is no different. That was the first form of program in entertainment, the church. Hearing the reverend preach, you know, getting the minds of the people, controlling the minds of the people. See, that's all it was. It was all meant to be a big programming. And it's worked. It has worked. Y'all worship the image of the beast. That was the whole point of doing it. This is why you have so much degeneracy in the so-called black neighborhood. This is why you have that because of the cap, because of the Christian church. Because of the Christian church, because of the a Christian church, you have all this degeneracy. Because they make sure that you don't try, you, there's no incentive, no law, no order for you to make yourself better. There's no incentive there. They just tell you Jesus accepts you as you are. That was meant for you, to, you, you y'all be some, y'all just be some low-level niggas. Jesus loves you anyway. That's all that translates into. Oh, and also worship white people because they're in the image of Christ. Is this because black people are so religious or spiritual? Yeah, programmed. Religious and spiritual is another way of saying programmed. That's what that means. Niggas are in a trance. They're still in a trance. Who controls the Christian churches? The so-called white man does, and he uses these pet Negroes, these preachers, they pet Negroes, to pass a message on. It's the same way it was in the, in the slave quarters, in the slave cabins, where they had the preacher up there and the white man was telling him what to say to the uh, slaves and whatnot, and he was saying exactly what the white man was saying. It's the same way today. They're just a little more, te- they just, you know, they just, you know, they just, you know, made the game a little more, uh, uh, they just up, updated the game. But it's the same, it's still the same principle. Nothing has changed. Were black people aligned with religion? No, we were aligned with Amun. We were aligned with Amun as a race, as a culture, as a people. We were aligned with Amun. 
and that serpentine race. That's what we align with. That's why the beast wanted to make sure he got rid of anything that we had when he came here as far as our thoughts on the higher power to transfer over to him and make him the higher power. Because we wasn't looking up in the heaven. He wants you to look at him. He don't want you to look in the heaven. He wants you to look at him as God. Should they be aligned with religion? No, we should not. Religion is dead, and so is God and the devil in the minds of the elect. You slow coats that still want to push this God and devil nonsense, God bless you. Good luck. That's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. In Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and in Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Menkares. This has been Mentelect Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.